Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Thank you again for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III. This is the podcast that is committed to inspiring, equipping, and exposing you to some of the greatest who do it in every field of life to inspire you to reach your dreams and to understand their stories. And I'm so grateful for all of you that have continued to support this particular podcast as we've been able to really bring together some extraordinary people whose stories have truly, truly been impactful. And these are folks who are not talking about it, but actually living it out in real time. And this particular month, as I've shared with you, is really about how we look at professional athletes and their role in culture and life and how they're working through this corona season as well. Oftentimes people look at them as heroes and they look at them and admire them, but have no idea that these are human beings who are having some of the same challenges that you and I are having. And so it is important for us to hear their stories and to know from whence they've come. And we're dealing with folks from the NFL. You heard last week, uh, John New Smith, tight end from the Tennessee Titans. We're going to be hearing from WNBA, from the National Basketball Association. But I'm so excited today uh, to hear from Major League Baseball's very own, the one and only, Mookie Betts. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, man, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I think we all are trying to make it out here. And to that end, you know, it is an unprecedented time. You should be out there hitting home runs in Los Angeles. And here you are at home and dealing with the corona situation like everybody else. Man, how has that been for you, this whole adjustment and uh, and uh, just how are you coping through all this? Um, it's, been, it's been tough. I mean, I'm so used to being gone and playing games and, you know, all those type of things. And now I'm, I've been home, I mean, kind of locked up in a house, um, you know, so that's been tough. But it's also been like a blessing, man, you know. I have a little girl. Um, I don't know how many months she is, but we'll just say she's wanted some change. And we've bonded a lot through this whole quarantine time because I get to spend so much time with her. And so, so that's the beauty of this thing. I know, you know, it's, it's tough, but there's also a, a bright side if you just uh, step back and take a look at it. You know, I think it's important that you said that because I think a lot of people, they do see the negative in everything and don't realize that maybe it is a setup. You know, oftentimes God puts us in these spaces where we can start being still a little longer and really paying attention and bonding. And, and you're learning a lot about yourself. You're learning a lot about your daughter, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, every single day, that's probably something different and new you're learning as a father. Now, I want to talk just about, first of all, just, you know, Mookie Betts. Mookie from Tennessee, Nashville. And what do you consider the driving forces to how you became the person you are today? Oh, man. I think... I think I have drive in myself. Like I'm kind of self-motivated to do a lot of things, but I was always, you know, I wasn't ever the, the biggest kid. I was, you know, one of the smallest kids and I wasn't the, the most athletic person coming in, you know, kind of coming through until I got a little older. But I mean, I think it was just, you know, just wanting to be successful. And I know I told my mom when I was young, I don't know how old I was, I think I was three or four, but I told her I wanted to be a professional baseball player. And so, 
you know, I worked it. I worked at it. I worked at it constantly. Obviously, God blessed me with the ability, but you know, I, I really worked my butt off to, to get to where I am now. And I mean, it, it took a lot of failure, a lot of failure. But um, you know, I just kind of stayed with it and put the right people around me. And that's been the the main thing was just my work my work ethic. But second, of that is definitely having the right people around me. My, my parents definitely did an amazing job with that. You know, a lot of people see, you know, the work ethic and don't realize where it comes from, you know, the drive. And you talk about, you know, being the smallest kid. And, of course, I know you play multiple sports, you know, and I know you enjoy playing basketball, you know, and baseball. And when you're in that mode and, you you know, you have that work ethic and you know that your parents have covered you and put you in this right environment, it causes you to learn how to delineate and discern relationships. You know, I think it's important. Uh, I tell everybody environment matters, right? Mm-hmm. And and the people you have around you speaks to who you are and where you see yourself going. What are some of those lessons that you have learned just as you have moved through life in terms of the importance of, you know, really hand selecting those people who uh, are in your life? Oh man, it's, 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 it's taken a while to kind of learn to get to where I am. Like I said, I mean, I've, a lot of people come and go, people come for seasons, people come, you know, and, and come to stay. And uh, I think you just have to kind of pay attention to who those people are. And it's nothing bad, nothing against anybody. But if somebody doesn't share the same, you know, attitude you do as far as being successful, then, you know, you may need to reevaluate hanging out with them, you know, for an extended period of time. I know when I was playing basketball, I was, you know, my boy going to shoot, put up extra shots and, they may not be my best friends at the time, but they eventually became my best friends because I was hanging out with them, you know, going to shoot basketball, then going to eat, and, you know, doing homework on the phone and all those type of things. Just whatever it took to be successful. And, you know, in those baseball time, I was hanging out with the guys that, you know, took extra swings and those type of things. And so, um, and I kind of pay attention uh, in, in that sense without even kind of knowing what I was doing. And I think it was my, my parents, honestly, that just kind of, put that in me and I, I don't know when or how, but um, yeah, maybe just watching them and how they, how my dad was, was out, you know, do, putting up extra jumpers and, and pitching. And my mom was out, you know, running a race and throwing ground balls and all those type of things all the time. And you know, man, I think just all that, you know, as I grew up, I just kept doing it. You know, a lot of people listen to this. They know Mookie Betts, you know, the Boston Red Sox, all the things you've done, amazing things, MVP. You know, you've been on this meteoric rise and uh, now with the Los Angeles Dodgers and, you know, all these amazing things that are happening. But a lot of people don't know the person, the human being, you know, who is trying to navigate this unprecedented season called coronavirus, you know, and it's kind of made us all equals, you know, and you talk about that work ethic and you talk about focus and you talk about being, you know, aware of the things your parents put into you. How is that stuff playing out now? Because now we're in a season, everybody in the same season playing the same game called survival. And how how is that working for you, man? What things are you kind of applying to that? And what could you say to folks who are listening? Honestly, I'm, I've just taken all the time to to chill. I mean, I know once, once the season does start, I won't have any off days. You know, I'll be, we'll be a, we're playing eight, nine, ten games a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm definitely not used to that. I know we play every day, but ten games in a week is, you know, unheard of, especially, um, you know, for us. And so, I mean, right now I'm just trying to take it easy. I know um, I'm doing, I'm running a little boot camp, you know, <laughs> I'll cut the grass, 
just trying to keep myself sane in that sense. Um, but this is the one time I have not been been working very hard. Yeah. How has Mookie, how has faith, let's talk about faith for a moment. How has, how has your faith been instrumental in terms of your success and your survival through this season? And uh, how has that guided some of the decisions that you've been able to make and navigate some of the things you've been able to do? So baseball, I'm not sure about other sports. I just know about baseball. Obviously. Baseball gets so hard that it's so uncontrollable that you have to have faith. I mean, you go up and you, you'll be, you know, you, you'll, you could be 0 for 10, 0 for 15, 0 for 20. And at that point, you feel like the world's ending. And you just feel like, man, I can't do anything. I'm, I'm not built for this. But the only thing that kind of gets you through it is faith it's just so much that you can't control in baseball and really in life in general. And then I think faith is the, is the number one thing that kind of keeps us going each and every day. I mean, you know, that's, that's the only thing I can really think of. And it's definitely built, built up. I can't say I grew up going to church every Sunday, but my parents always instilled God and in, in, in making sure I read and making sure I at least, you know, learned something on Sundays and, so I think uh, now, you know, I go to travel every Sunday and, and all sorts of things as the season goes. And faith is just the number one thing that kind of gets you through the whole season because, because there's so many ups and downs. You know, I, that's, that's very important that you said that, you know, I think obviously how our faith applies to our particular career path. And, you know, you're right. When you are 0 for, 0 for 10 and 0 for 15, that can play a, a, a trick on your mind in terms of your value, in terms of your ability to succeed. And your faith pushes you toward that. And I think one of the things that I've admired about you is your ability to transcend negativity. And that is kind of what I'm getting at because, you know, obviously, you know, we've shared and I've shared some things with you. We talked and I've watched you go through various seasons, but you've always been able to rise above the fray. And, you know, when you think about that, right, being a person that can transcend all the chatter, all the negativity and be focused and know that one day, that ball's going to go out the park one day, yeah. you know, you're going to get in a rhythm one day. And that it takes a level of resilience, right? To really push yourself past the negativity, past the chatter, to not read the comment section and just to keep going. There are people watching right now, listening right now, rather, and they're having setbacks, Mookie. And they're like, I don't know if I could do it. You know, I'm old for eight. I'm old for whatever in my career. And I just hadn't been able to do it. I got to keep coming up. I speak metaphorically now, but literally too, come up to the plate. And what makes me think I can do it again? And, and hear you say, the idea is just keep going back, right? right. Keep believing yeah. that one day that thing going to happen, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. So, you know, that's what I kind of keep in perspective. And I mean, you've done it before, you know, and it's just a matter of, of doing it again. So uh, you're at a higher level now and in whatever profession you are, whatever you're doing, you're at a higher level now. So um, it's going to take more work. It's going to be harder. But um, that's, that's kind of what you want. You don't want anything to be that easy. A lot of people want that next level. That's why this is called next level leaders. But a lot of people don't want to put in the work, you know, to get to that next level. I heard you at the very beginning talking about, Man, I put the work in, I worked, I worked. And I I know really people really don't understand what that means. What that means is when everybody else is packing up for the day, you still out there taking swings. Mm -hmm. You know, I know what that means. You're still grinding, you're still working out, you're still in the gym. And that level of work ethic, I think it's important for people to understand, right? Because often people want success by the elevator and not by the stairs. Yeah. And 
you get it. And there are these steps to this. There's these various steps. And as a person who may be listening right now, right? And they're like, you know what, man, I want to, you know, I want to be successful like Mookie. I can do this or I can do this in my career. Da, 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 da. You know, maybe they need to hear you talk about the journey, man. They need to hear you talk about, you know, what would you consider like one, one of the moments in your life that was perhaps one of the darkest seasons and then how you came out of it? How do you snap out of it? If you could talk about that, like one of those moments you can go back to and say, man, this moment here was probably one of the most difficult spots of my life professionally, but this is how I snapped out of it. And this is what happened. Oh man, I, I've, I don't know if I've ever told you, but uh, I know, I think I got, to, got drafted in 2011, played 2012. And my first year in 2012, I was 18 years old, you know, and playing. I've never been away from my family that this long. I was in Lowell, Massachusetts, never been away. You know, I always had my friends and, and whatever I wanted to do. And now I, I started pro ball. So I'm in Lowell, Massachusetts with, you know, half of my team doesn't speak English. And the other half are all college guys and, you got a few high school guys. I had one one guy that I met that I kind of talked to, and that was 2011. And he was gone, so I had nobody I, I knew. So I'm up here playing. I don't have a clue of who, who my friends are or who my team team is. I'm just. I remember calling home and crying to my mom and dad, like I can't do this. Like I, I don't even know anybody. I can't talk to anybody. Um, you know, and they just said, you know, stick with it. You have to stick with it. You have to stick with it. You know, you started this. And you have to see it through. I mean, the guy has a plan, and you have to follow it. And so I remember the kind of that. And they would always they would come visit, and, you know, try and keep me keep me sane. But it, it, it didn't work that well. But you know, it is what it is. So then, 2012, I'll play. And then 13, it comes around, and I think the first the first month and a half or so, I was hitting 130. Wow. You know, I'm in Greenville, uh, Greenville, South Carolina, hitting 130. Got a couple of friends, but I, this is my first time I have an apartment by myself. So, I, I, you know, everything's so new, and I don't know how to handle everything. So I'm, a, I'm staying up at, until 3, 4 o'clock in the morning playing the game and not paying attention to my craft. And, and so I know I got to a point where I told my mom and dad, hey, I, I just want to quit. Like, I'm hitting 130. This isn't fun. Like, I, I want to I be home hanging out, going to pool parties with my friends. And, just any other, and so at that point, my 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 family, well, my mom and dad, told me, "Hey, okay, you've said this for the last couple of years. Just take a step back, give it all you have. Don't 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 think about anything else. Give it all you have, and just see what happens." And so at that point, I had an ACT ready. I, I for some reason my ACT score expired, so I, I've never heard of that. But whatever. I had ACT ready to go retake it. I had talked to a couple of schools to go to to play basketball. You know, once the season in, ended, I was going to go back to school and just start my basketball career. Because like, like, like you said earlier, I, I love basketball and I thoroughly enjoy playing. And so um, I had a, it was a Saturday game. I had a test Sunday morning. Ended up going into extra innings. And so I ended up missing the test because I didn't get home until it was like two or so in the morning. I need to rest for the next, uh, for the Sunday day game that was coming up. So I think that was God kind of keeping me on the right track. And cause I was going to go to that, that ACT and I missed it. And I think that same Sunday I, uh, I'm end up 
talking with my hitting coach. I made a little mechanical adjustment. And once, once that happened, I think I didn't hit under 350 until I got close to the big leagues. And so I think that was kind of God, you know, keeping me on track. And that was a dark time, man, because I was, I was really one phone call from, from quitting and kind of throwing everything out the window. Wow. That's all I can say about that is wow. Yeah, so. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. I think that's, that's, I'm so happy that you shared that. And I know I, you hadn't shared that with me and I'm glad you, you chose to share it in this space because often people don't realize that, you know, folks that are doing things at, at, at the level that you're doing it often have come to those places of contemplation. You know, I, I often say, Mookie, that whenever we find ourselves in a tight spot, the first thing that the devil wants to do is get us in isolation, mm-hmm. right? And the isolation is where he starts the interrogation. You know, oh, you can't do it. Oh, you should give up. No, you should quit. And then that interrogation creates the contemplation, mm-hmm. right? And you start contemplating, well, maybe I should, maybe I should. Right. And you already start preparing your resignation. And then I say, what saves you is revelation. Somebody coming in your life at the right time to say, wait a minute, hold on. Here's the dream. Step back. And then God starts surrounding you with the right people, like the coach who helped you with the mechanical issue, like your parents who said, Hey, you know, this is what we're after. This is what you're trying to do. We believe in it. And God always has a ram in the bush. He always has the right people at the right time. Because when destiny and greatness is in your life, he's not going to let you detach from that. You just got to stay the course. And uh, man, that was profound to hear you say that. And uh, I had no idea. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a hard, like you said, the hard, the hard part was sticking with it because at no point was was baseball fun for just about two years of my, of my life. I, you know, I was playing since I was four and fun every year, you know, spent the summer with my my friends, but we played tournaments and I would play AU and, um, you know, everything during the summer. And so this, this was my first summer, my first two, those are my first two summers where I was, it was strictly baseball and I was away from any and everything that I, that I knew. And, um, you know, it was tough, but you know, you gotta keep your eyes on the prize. Cause, um, you know, it's, it's definitely not going to be easy. Let me ask this, Mookie, and uh, so we can better wrap up here in a minute. But, you know, obviously being a professional baseball player and, you know, being a father and, you know, and doing all the things that you're doing on and off the field that, that I'm aware of, you know, what do you dream about? What are the things that, you know, obviously, you know, there are things that are bigger than baseball that, that, that drive you, that you're passionate about. And uh, I want people to hear that and understand your heart because I know it, but I want people to hear it and know it, too. And so that they have a dream, you know, something that they're thinking about it right now with all this time we got, you know, obviously I know your mind's on overdrive, you know, and everybody's at the computer strategizing and making things happen and following up on stuff. But like, what, what does Mookie dream about? What do you dream about? Man, man this is going to sound crazy. And it's, I'm glad you asked this question. Cause I, I haven't even told anybody this, but honestly, when I sit back and say, what do I dream about? It's, it's of a situation like this. I mean, I haven't been home for a summer since I was, you know, 18 years old. And so being home, getting to be home and not have the responsibility of going to work every day, just because I do it, you know, I'm doing it for eight months out of the year, every single day. And, you know, people can, you know, have their opinions about it. You know, it's still a game. Yes, it is, but it's also a tough life to live on the road so much away from your family. And now a situation like this where I get to stay home with my, with my family, I can see my mom and dad every day. 
like I'm home for the summer. I'm around my friends and it's just, I haven't been able to do something like this in, in, you know, just about 10 years. And like when I'm gone, I I get calls and texts and all those type of things like, man, we did this yesterday and this is a great time and we got to do this, got to do that. And so it's kind of weird. I know we (laughs) can't really do it, but I'm home, you know, I'm I'm home during the summertime. I get to spend time with my little girl. And so it's, it's that I don't get those type of opportunities because I'm either working out about to work out or just got finished working out. And so now, it's, now it's, I just, now I get to kind of go to sleep and, and wake up in the morning and wake her up and all those type of things. So wow. a situation like this is definitely something that uh, I dream about. Wow. You know, in the complication of life, um, the routine and regiment of our own personal, you know, careers and people that are listening, we go to work, we come home, we go to work, we go to work, we go to work, we do this thing, we grind, we often miss out on the essential things. And mm-hmm. when you're in a space like this, one of the things that COVID-19 has done is help us to reset and kind of focus in on what's important and helped us to really look at things that we may have been not paying as much attention to and, there are lessons that come out of it and your lessons are clear in terms of, you know, really not taking for granted being in a space with family and your daughter and watching her grow. And every single day is something new, a different word, you know, you're clinging on. Oh my God, you said a new, all these different things. When you're moving around, it's just the nature of life and people don't understand that you are a human being who has those same desires, those same dreams of you know being with your family and they don't understand the sacrifice and people see the glory right right and don't really understand the story yeah. and one of the reasons i i appreciate you being a part of this podcast because i wanted people to know that you know you really do desire that as well you desire that and you give up a lot oh yeah you know to really do what you have to do and uh there's a cost to it there's a cost to it and uh it, you know it just it just means a lot Finally, man, um, you know, if you could just say anything to our listeners out there, man, who may be, you know, hearing this and, uh, you know, just maybe through, through this season of COVID and people are just trying to navigate this stuff, man, with their families and trying to figure out stuff. And there are people out there like, man, who, you know, guys ain't been able to get to where they got to get to in terms of their jobs, their careers. What would you finally say to them? Uh, what would be the last word from Mookie Best to them? Uh, I just say, man, just enjoy this time. I mean, you know, I know it's it's tough. You know, nobody's making money, you know, and we all want to, you know, and it's important to a certain degree, but definitely enjoy this time with your family because, you know, who knows if you ever get get a time like this again and if you haven't learned anything new, this is the time to learn something new. I'm diving into Spanish a little more and, you know, I DJ a little bit, you know, I DJ a little bit more and um, I just got to obviously spend time with my little girl and which is uh, honestly those those things are kind of new i mean I, you know i spend time with her but i don't get the extended period of time like now and um and so those, those are the things I'm, I'm learning and so you definitely have to take uh take this time to, to learn something new and, and, and enjoy time with your family well man well said well said and and i always give takeaways for our for our uh listeners and of course we've heard uh, some amazing takeaways, so many, <laughs> so much to chew on, you know, so many different things. And I think that, you know, I would say the work ethic is important. Don't lose your drive. 
make certain you understand nobody's going to give it to you. Success doesn't come by the elevator. You got to take it one step at a time and you got to keep grinding. You got to keep working without excuse. And you've got to make certain that you're aware of your surroundings and be very, very clear about the people you put around you because it speaks volumes to where you're going. And sometimes in different seasons, as you mentioned, people come in your life for a different season, a different reason, you know, and it's like the space shuttle, you know, those rocket boosters get that space shuttle up to a certain altitude. They fall off. It doesn't mean something's wrong with them. It's something wrong with the shuttle. It just meant they weren't designed to fly in that orbit. And some people get you to a certain level, then God will give you another group of folks to help you go to the next level. And, and it's all good. It doesn't mean that it's a bad thing, but you have to be clear about where people fit in your life. And it's also important to understand how to really come out of these dark seasons, how to wheel yourself to a place where you can push yourself to a victory, even if you are batting, you know, 180 in life. And, you know, you're like, man, I'm so under par. Do I give up? And then you realize that there is something bigger that God would never put you in a situation that he doesn't intend for you to succeed. And then God will always give you a word as Mookie shared with us, with his parents, letting him know, hey, you know, we're not going to let you give up right here, even though you want to. But all of us come to that place with one phone call away, with one you know, letter right away from just saying, I'm done. But then look at what happens. You know, you can become an MVP in your career. You can reach the apex of what you're doing. And then most importantly, having a perspective about life, ultimately realizing that what life is really about are not all the things that money can buy. It's the things that money cannot buy been able to look in your daughter's eye, your children's eye, and to be able to hear them say daddy, to hear them say mama, to hear them, to be able to hold them, to be able to go to sleep and know that you don't have a plane to catch. <laughs> you can just lay back down and be with your child <laughs> and, and to re- recalibrate and to really appreciate that and realize that will change you forever so that after Corona, even though you may go back to the grind and may have 10 games a week, Something about you is going to be different because of the time you spent. And that is what makes this so important. Mookie, man, you have no idea how much I appreciate you, man. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate who you are as a person, man. And uh, I just thank you so much for making time to be a part of Next Level Leader Podcast, man. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you for everything. All right, my man. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. And I hope you share this with other listeners and people. Let them know. Hey, this is the place where we inspire, we expose you to some of the greatest who do it, that your dreams can come to fruition as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. And until next time, y'all be good now. Peace out. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph. Walker 3. I look forward to connecting with you.